Hey everyone, I'm Tara and welcome to Ecological Change. In a previous episode, I talked briefly about climate anxiety and I'm going to expand on that in this episode. Full disclosure, I'm currently taking a religion, health, and culture course and this this podcast episode is my final project for that class. I'm not religious, so religion isn't a topic I think about when it comes to health and culture, much less when it comes to climate change. But many, many people are religious, so this is an area that should be explored when it comes to reaching people about climate change. And it's been very interesting for me to um, research this topic a bit. So let's start with a brief overview of how a few religions have approached climate change on a larger scale. Many religions have discussed and declared stances on climate change. Buddhism stresses the interconnection of all living things. The Hindu declaration covers the suffering caused by climate change. The Islamic declaration points out that humans are the earth's caretakers. Pope Francis focuses on reducing human control of the planet and also encourages people to care for the earth. However, there are still branches of religion that deny climate change existence and instead feel it is a slight against God. White evangelicals, for example, do not believe that climate change is human cause, but created by God and thus requires no action on our part. Dr. Catherine K. Wilkinson has a book called Between God and Green, How Evangelicals Are Cultivating a Middle Ground on Climate Change. The book is almost 10 years old, but it is still interesting to get a history of evangelicals, evangelicalism in relation to the climate crisis, specifically how we need to include this group in the conversation. I'd be interested for her to write that book now based on the last 10 years of change because we have certainly seen a lot of change uh, in that particular religion. But the opposite views on climate change definitely present a challenge when discussing climate change through a religious lens. But religion and spirituality can still be a way to reach people about climate change, even if some cases seem a bit hopeless. When we take the time to actively listen to others, even if their perspective is completely different from ours, we can hopefully find common ground. When we find that common ground, we can start building those bridges. Of course, we will never be able to convince everyone that climate change is a real threat. But with these bridges, perhaps we can convince people to make small changes. The important part is to meet people where they're at, and that includes understanding how religion and spirituality play into the big picture. We don't want to alienate people because we need everyone making an effort. And this has been a challenge for me just because I don't relate well to religion. It doesn't, personally, it doesn't make any sense to me, but I know it makes a lot of sense to other people and it's very comforting for many people. So I am making a big effort to understand how religion can relate to climate change and how it can help people. And so an article I read called The Wicked Problem of Climate Changes discusses how religious and spiritual organizations are very well equipped to deal with climate anxiety. Many of these organizations promote a safe place to have feelings, and climate change can certainly elicit some big feelings. But having a safe place to talk allows people to really get their feelings and questions out. I think there's a lot of confusion surrounding climate change, and if they don't have a safe place to talk about it, or if they feel like they're alone, then that's going to lead to people not taking any action. So a lot of people are feeling anxious about climate change, and they don't know how to deal with it. The community environment that religion offers provides a support system for dealing with that anxiety. Religions also often encourage hope, which is really needed today, particularly 
when we've got so many other things going on like a pandemic. Without any hope, we will not be motivated to even try to slow down global warming. It's just, it becomes easier to just ignore it. Like if it's so overwhelming for people, they just, they block it out. So considering we need everyone on board, we, we really need to take that time to understand and to talk. Back to some spirituality. Uh, Buddhism, for me, is probably the closest I get to relating to any form of spirituality. I have embraced the mindfulness that Buddhism encourages and the concept of being connected to all of our surroundings. I know that when I'm out in nature, I feel better if I go for a hike and it's quiet and I can smell the trees and I feel connected to the earth. And that, for me, really makes me want to try harder to protect the planet. Um, where was I? Uh, an article called The World on Fire, a Buddhist response to the environmental crisis discusses a form of Buddhism called engaged Buddhism. This form of Buddhism particularly stresses the importance of understanding how we are all connected as individuals and with the earth. So like I said, when I'm out in nature, when I'm out for a hike or just wherever, I feel more connected to the planet and I think um, I think that probably could apply or be relevant for a lot of people I mean if you're in your house all the time if you're living in a place where you don't get any outside time um, then how are you how are you feeling connected how are you still able to feel like you need to work towards changing the planet for a better place so maybe when if we reach out to religious organizations uh, and they've done this uh, with like the COVID vaccines. They've tried to get people, they tried to reach people through their churches to convince them that the vaccine is safe. So maybe that's something we should do more with religious organizations. Maybe we need to make sure that they are um, sending out a message to their uh, to their people about why it matters to protect this planet. The earth provides us with everything we need, and in return, we need to protect the earth. What I found most intriguing and incredibly important in that uh, Buddhist response article is how engaged Buddhism stresses ethical change in a positive manner. I think that ethical part is most important. Change at the expense of others, whether that be a town or a tribe or animals, is not worth making. So when we're talking, like, say, about carbon credits... Um, if we're not doing it ethically, then someone's getting hurt. Some part of land, some people, something's getting hurt. And so maybe it looks like we're making progress towards climate change. But if we're hurting someone else, it's it's not worth it. It's not an ethical change. And we really need to, to stay focused on that. Religion and spirituality are very vast topics. And I can't even come close to understanding the intricacies involved. Personally, though, I'm a big fan of doing what works best for you in positive, healthy way. Climate anxiety is tough to deal with, so if your church or spiritual place or whatever helps you deal with those feelings, take advantage of that. If your organization is working on climate change discussions, join in. It's better to talk about these things instead of feeling alone. Because climate change is definitely not reserved for any particular group. It might affect us differently based on where you live in the world, but it does affect us all. And we need to be there for each other to work towards slowing down climate change and to help us cope with climate anxiety. And if we don't have a coping mechanism, we begin to ignore climate change and pretend it doesn't affect us. It's just too big to deal with, so we just block it out. 
So if religion or spirituality is helpful for you to deal with that big topic, use it. Climate anxiety is a real issue and a barrier to making progress on stopping global warming. So we need to have that safe place to talk. I'd really love to hear your perspective on religion and spirituality and how it helps or doesn't with climate anxiety. Remember, we are all in this together and need to help each other out. For sources I used on this podcast, head to my website, ecologicalchange.com, including a link to a great podcast I found called No Place Like Home. Their entire third season talks about religion and climate anxiety with many different interviews. So be sure to check that out. And thanks for joining. I'll see you next time. Thanks again for joining me on Ecological Change, the podcast where we talk about how you can make changes in your everyday life to fight climate change. For more tips and information, head to my website at ecologicalchange.com. Drop me a note with any questions you have or tips for future episodes. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.